Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. This is episode 53, and I am very excited today to be joined by executive life coach, Kate Hudson. And Kate specializes in helping women find that powerful mindset and really take bold action in their life. And I'm so excited for this conversation. She's the the founder of Shattered Glass Coaching. And Kate, I'll let you just introduce yourself real quick, but welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex. I'm excited to be here. Um, I am a certified life coach. I work with professional women who are looking to increase their confidence um, and really make a change so that they can either switch careers or advance in their own career that they currently have, or just get unstuck from whatever life situation they're in um, so that they can live a life that's more happy, more fulfilling um, in their true desires. Yeah. So I'm really excited to, you know, dive into this concept with you because we were, you know, chatting for just a minute before we started here, but part of what I find in the women that I work with is a lots of you and listeners, I'm sure this is you too, are going through major transitions with career or with, you know, what life has looked like up to this point, or, you know, maybe there's like in my own story, part of my healing journey was getting a divorce. You know, there, there can be big, big things that are necessary for us to take action on in order to heal and move forward. So I think, you know, what we're going to talk about today can be applied to multiple, multiple things, but um, I'm excited to, to just dive into this. So, you know, I guess I'll let you kind of take it away, Kate, with, because I know you have some ideas around like where you want to go and, and how, let's start with like, how do we really cultivate and develop that bold mindset where we can get unstuck and not stay, you know, in a bad situation or in a, my kid's going to sing in the background or in, you know, in whatever's keeping us, holding us back and keeping us from moving forward and maybe, you know, finally actually healing our bodies in the process. Yeah. And I, I think that the first step is to get clear on what it is you really want, which yeah. is easy and hard at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that a lot of the women I worked with have big dreams and big goals, um, but are scared to articulate them or even verbalize them because of this fear of failure and getting down to what you really, really want. And if you could wave a magic wand, the results that you want and what you want out of your life, I think is step one. And a lot of women who already journal and meditate might have some version of this already. But the first thing I always recommend to clients who want to work on taking bold action is do a brain dump where you write down everything you want out of your life. Like, where do you want to wake up? What city do you want to be in? What job do you want? What do you want your body to look like? Who's your partner? And get as specific as possible. And you might not have all the answers, right? Like we don't have it all figured out, but really getting clear on like, what do you want out of your life? I think is step one and getting comfortable with like, this is what I want. Even if I'm scared to get it, here's what I'm going for. Um, That's step one. Um, and then I, I like to call it reverse engineering is 
start working backwards and thinking, what would the person who has that life, what would be the steps that they would take, big or small? And it's almost like playing a trick on your brain mm -hmm. because you're taking steps towards these goals without actually realizing that you are being bold. But so for example, if I want to be living on the beach and I want to be an accomplished author and I want to be married to the man of my dreams, what are all the things I need to do to make that happen? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be, you know, not sitting at my house, laying in bed, watching Netflix all day. You know, there's certain steps you're going to take if you want to be a published author. If you want to, you know, get married someday, you probably need to go on a date. <laughs> so reverse engineering um, into the smallest steps possible just to take small actions to move you towards your goal um, is kind of a good starting place. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, and just listening to you kind of unpack that. So I, I do something similar with my clients where, you know, when we start, usually it's a six month health program, but I ask them to, you know, get really clear on their vision and what's the why and what are the goals. And I think so many of us, we can stay stuck in this cycle where, you might have an idea of, of what that is, but you have no idea how to get there because you're running so fast on, you know, I talk a lot about self-blessed syndrome where we're constantly putting everything else first, but ourselves. And so, you know, we stay stuck on this treadmill or it's like so scary. We don't even want to touch it. Or it's like such a big change. It's like, I, I, I can't even handle that right now. So how do you, what, what would you say to women who may be thinking about that? Like a, they may not even be able to get clear on like where am I going? What, what is my life? What are my passions? What I'm like, they've ignored themselves for so long. They don't even know what that is anymore. Or B, I forgot what B was. So we'll just start there. Um. Yeah. I think spending, spending 10 or 15 minutes a day focusing on this is a crucial part of your day. And that could look different for anybody. That could be meditation. It could be, um, you know, talking to a mentor or an accountability buddy. Um, it could be journaling. It could be talking to yourself in the mirror. It could be prayer, some form of spirituality. But I think having 10 or 15 minutes a day of purposeful, intentional time where you are working on what do I want for myself? What's my vision? Not just overall, but for today. You mm -hmm. know, how, how, can I, how can I take steps today that will get me closer? Um, and then rereading it to yourself out loud or speaking it out to yourself out loud every single day. It's a choice. And you can't just say, I want this. Um, I hope it happens. Um, it, it's really about taking those 10 minutes every single day uh, to get clear and, and purposeful and intentional. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that. Like a lot of times it's about just taking the smaller piece. Like if you can't get the, the whole vision, it's, you know, being able to just like, okay, well, what about today? What about like this hour or this minute or this, you know, in this like little chunk of time, what do I want that to look like? And starting to take some of that, you know, I always say con control is an illusion that we all like want, but, but don't really have, but starting to take some, I guess, ownership would be a better word, you know, ownership of what your time is, is dedicated towards and what you're focusing on too. Cause a lot of this is, you know, we're talking about focusing on something different. So rather than focusing on the 800 million things that you have on your to-do list, because you just never get it all done, like focus on who do you want to be in, in this time? And who do you, you know, what do you want to live into? You're right. It's, it's all about the identity that you hold for yourself. And an exercise I've done with a lot of women is I ask them, when did you feel 
like the bravest, most bold version of yourself? Was it the time that you you peaked this mountain in Colorado? Um, was it when you graduated from your master's program? Um, you know, when were you the bravest, most bold version of you? Um, and then we kind of talk through how that version of you exists all the time. You weren't a different person that day, the day that you summited the mountain, the day that you graduated from college, the day you landed your dream job, you weren't a different person. You're the same person. You are always that brave. You are always that bold. We just forget because we, we live our lives on autopilot and we get, we get stuck going through the motions that we forget that I always am that bold version of myself. And so something I like to do with myself a lot is, is think through if I, if I have a struggle or a challenge or an obstacle, um, looking at myself in the mirror and saying, what would the bold version of Kate do? What would like the brave version of me do? And even if I don't feel that way inside my heart in that moment, what are things I can do that the brave version of me would do? I love it. That's awesome. You're reminding me, and I knew I was going to bring this up before we even started talking, but the quote by Marianne Williamson, this is like, it gives me chills every time I hear it, but you know, it's, I don't have it all memorized, but it basically says our deepest fear is not that, that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And, you know, it's about letting our light shine and not worrying about it impacting others, but allowing, you know, when we really step into our boldness and our power, I think with our families and our jobs and our careers, like we give permission to others to do the same. And I love that concept. Um, Me too. I love that quote. I have it actually on my wall. <laughs> Mine's my computer background. <laughs> I start my program with it. Like it's just, yeah, that one's always spoken to me. So, you know, in terms of like developing this bold mindset, because I can imagine some women are listening to this and like, you know, maybe scared even by what bold them would look like. Like, it can be, you know, I, I've definitely worked with some women that when they finally take that first step, there's like this adrenaline rush and, you know, just all this stuff that happens. But what suggestions do you have for, you know, tapping into that bold side of ourselves? I would encourage everyone to make a confidence menu of all of the things in life that make you feel confident. And this can be external confidence, any, any kind of confidence, however you want to define that. Um, that could be going to a kickboxing class, maybe makes you feel strong and confident. Maybe it's putting on an outfit that you think you look sexy in. Maybe it's a spritz of perfume, even if you're not even leaving the house that day. Um, maybe it's a conversation with a friend that she really hypes you up. Um, make a list of all of the things that make you feel confident, make you feel bold. Um, it's going to change for everybody. And keep it somewhere where you can go back to it, reference it, read it. And when you're not feeling confident, pick something off the list and do it. And that's why I like coming up with a long list of a bunch of different things, because, you know, I might not be able to put on a really hot outfit right now, but I can probably like go for a run and that'll make me feel confident and good. And so just having these options of like, there are things in my life that I can do for myself to make me feel confident. I'm going to take control and I'm going to pick one and I'm going to do it because I have that choice for myself. Um, and that just leads you down a path of creating a bolder mindset. That's awesome. I love the, the concept of a confidence menu. That's something I haven't heard before because, you know, I'll talk a lot about affirmations or, you know, putting post-its up in the mirror and whatnot, but I really like that idea of like, here's the things that I just feel really confident on. 
cool. It works for other, other things as well. Like I, I also have a positivity menu of like things that make me feel more positive or happy. Um, okay. like drinking my favorite kind of coffee and you know, all of that. And so if I'm ever feeling down or I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, um, going to that menu and like, what can I do to be more joyful today? Awesome. I love that. These are all great tips. So we talked about kind of the first step, which was, you know, getting really clear on that vision. So what, what comes next? What, what would you, we'll just, maybe we'll do like three steps of what we would go through. Breaking your vision down into the smallest possible steps that you possibly can and just doing one of them a day. Um, And it's, it's really breaking down the vision you see for yourself and making it manageable. I'm not sure if you've seen, there's a visual where there's, there's two ladders. Um, and one of them has the rungs spread really far apart. Um, and the, and the guy in the, the picture, he can't, he can't reach them. They're spread too far apart. And then the ladder right next to it has rungs that are really close together. And so even though they're, they're really close together, small rungs, he's able to climb it step-by-step step, one at a time. And so if you're, if you're, if you're looking for a job in a new industry, or if you're looking to lose 25 pounds, whatever your goal is for yourself, let's break it down into, okay, what, what do I need to do over four weeks, two weeks, one week, one day? Um, and the list is going to vary. It might be hire a health coach. It might be sign up for a gym membership. It might be visit the produce section of my grocery store, but really breaking it down into steps that you can take. And once you take that first step, just the first one, you're already going to be more confident in yourself um, because you're doing something and taking action to do anything is the next step once you're clear on what you want. Yeah. And I really like that because it takes the overwhelm on it out of it. You know, I think a lot of us, especially if you're feeling stuck or like I was, I was just thinking about this the other day after I listened to another podcast and, you know, the concept of getting started, like it can be so hard to take that first step. And I think for a lot of us, we're making the step too big, like it's too high. And so if you were to break it down, even, you know, even if it feels like, is that really, you know, moving me towards my goal? Like, absolutely. It, it definitely is. So I think that's great. A former mentor of mine used to say, competence breeds confidence. And I love that because basically being able to do anything well or competently um, makes you more sure, more sure of yourself. So if you start with, like you said, that really tiny step to get started that takes away the overwhelm and you're competent at that one step, it makes you more confident to keep going. And so don't set the bar too high in the beginning. Start out with smaller steps and grow competent at them so you can be confident in the long run. Absolutely. It's kind of like the concept of, well, they say it takes 10,000 repetitions to, in order to master anything. Um, you know, we talked about that all the time in chiropractic school with our adjusting. They're like, you're not going to be any good until you adjust 10,000 people. And I'm like, okay. Um, but, you know, there's some truth to that as well. And, you know, same with, I think it took Einstein, what, 1001 tries to invent the light bulb. Like, there's every action you take builds upon itself and I, you know, is leading us in a direction. I think it can be hard, especially, and we'll, we can talk about this maybe when we don't see results immediately, because this is something I hear from a lot of the women I work with. They're like, well, if, if I haven't lost, you know, 15 pounds by this date, like I'm not, you know, I give up or, you know, if I haven't, if I, my, my energy is not up in like a day, then I'm, I'm not satisfied. I don't see. So we have, we have that like instant gratification need. Um, 
And so I wonder if you have any input around like, how can we attach to something else that's moving us forward, you know, that we're competent in, like you were talking about, and not be so focused on the end goal that we give up and get overwhelmed, if that makes I sense. It's a form of self-sabotage is how I view it, is that yeah. if I'm not getting the results I want fast enough, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to give up because it's not working for me. But really you're, you're, you're sabotaging yourself when you say that and, yeah. and being able to recognize that when those thoughts or emotions come up, um, as I'm not getting what I want enough, or there's these challenges, there's always going to be challenges. Everyone's going to have challenges in every aspect. And you know, like you said, Einstein 1001, um, you can't expect success to happen overnight and right. recognizing that that is a self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging thought and, and recognizing it as such and not letting it take power or control over you. And instead saying, I know where this is coming from. I know this is self-sabotage. I'm going to move past it because I meeting these goals is more important than this thought that I am having. Um, and, and that self-awareness that comes with that is huge. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, I think it's so interesting because it, it's kind of getting into what holds us back. You know, if you're constantly like you have a big goal, right. And if you keep not meeting it, but you're self-sabotaging the whole time and it could be, you know, not seeing results right away or getting frustrated or, you know, not really committing or, you know, not being honest with your, there can be so many things that go into this. Um, I think it's really important to recognize that and the real transformation will come with you know being willing to look at yourself and, and deal with yourself in the moment and that's where obviously coaching and some other things could really come in hand in hand um and the other thought i had just along this is you know there's never going to be the perfect time and, and maybe we could talk about this it's always like well i'm going to start this you know after this happens or at this point or when my kids have graduated and left the house or you know whatever it is there's never going to be a good time. Like we have to start now. Um, and you just, you figure it out. So I, I would love some insight from you on like, how do we overcome that hurdle? Cause that's one of the primary things I hear from people is like, well, it's not a good time right now. Right, I know right. I need this, but it's not a good time. Like <laughs> how do we get past that one? <laughs> Gosh. So years and years and years ago, before I was a life coach, um, I was a fourth grade teacher actually. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> I did um, Teach for America. So I was teaching in a rural community in South Louisiana. And okay. it was my first day teaching was maybe the scariest day of my life. <laughs> as far as my mindset, I want to talk about a not confident mindset going into it. Um, and I was so scared. I thought I'm not ready for this. Like nothing could prepare me for this. And then I compare that to my second year teaching when I came in and thought like, I'm going to rock this. I know what I'm doing. Like, I've got this. I had only been a teacher for one year. Like <laughs> I had no business feeling that confident, but it goes back to just getting started and showing up. And exactly like you said, there's never going to be a perfect time. You're never going to be ready. If you jumped into things that you were only hundred percent ready for, you would never grow and push yourself and stretch yourself. Um, we, we only get better at our jobs and our health in our mindset, we only get better by doing things that we haven't done before. And just cause you don't know how to do them yet doesn't mean that you can't do them and you can't figure it out. So I, I figured out how to be a teacher. I figured out how to just show up and do the things I needed to do to, to build 
relationships with my students. And for anyone who's who's looking to do something new and is totally scared, showing up is the first thing you need to do because that's the only way that you're going to grow is by getting out of that com comfort zone, taking off the bubble wrap and and just just show up. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, that's such a key thing is the growth mindset and growth mindset. Like you have to be willing to take something on and just acknowledge that you're going to come out of it a completely different person than you currently are. And I think some people are terrified of that, but you don't need to be like, I, you know, I'm constantly, and I'm fairly young, I think for having this mentality, but you know, even since I was 24 and in chiropractic school, it's like, okay, how can I be a better version of myself? How, how can I challenge myself, push myself? And and honestly, being a business owner and a doctor and a mom and single mom for like all of that stuff, you know, pushed me to grow and, and become who I am today. And, you know, today is going to going to push me in, in other ways. And I think, you know, we have to be willing to just walk through and go through that and with some intentionality, because when we don't stay, you know, intent on ourselves and focus on ourselves, then we kind of lose that and just stay spiraling and stuck and and never really get to where we're trying to go. Yeah. For sure. And then the other thing I was going to add is that look at people in your life who do have the mindset that you want or, or the career that you want or whatever it is that you want. Look at people in your life. And if you, if you don't have any immediate friends or family or colleagues, find somebody on social media or LinkedIn or whatever yeah. and, and ask if they'll talk to you. Ask if you can borrow 15 minutes of their time and ask for their advice, ask for their opinions, ask how they got started on their journey and, and, and borrow what they tell you and apply it to your own life. Um, because if they are this ideal vision of what you want for yourself, borrow that and <laughs> apply it to yourself and see if you can use it to get yourself where they are. I mean, it worked for them. Um, that, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you hundred percent of the time, but, but use some of that strength. You know, there's there's other people who have done what you want to do probably. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's another point that you're alluding to is we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like there, there are people out there who have probably, you know, are, are doing what you want to do or, or, you know, have had the journey that you're on and, and want to see to the end or whatever it is. And I think, I know I found this as probably a female more, but just the lack of confidence and well, oh, so-and-so is already doing that. So I can't do that now. And it's like, no, <laughs> there is so much need and so much, you know, availability for each and every one of us. Cause we all have our unique story and our unique personality and our unique way of, you know, approaching things and, and helping people. Cause most people, women that I work with are in kind of service-based life stuff. So um, yeah, just having the, the confidence to not feel like you have to be unique. You are unique already. <laughs> when I first started Shattered Glass Coaching, um, one of my biggest limiting beliefs was where am I going to get clients? Who's, who's going to sign up to work with me? Um, like why, why would they choose to work with me? And it, it took me a while to realize there are thousands of coaches <laughs> with clients who are signing up to work with them why would I be like the one coach that just nobody signs up to work with? Um, and I, I was comparing myself to coaches I was seeing on Instagram and, you know, stuff like that. And comparison was just my thief at that time, the thief of my joy at that time. Um, but yeah, that was one of my biggest limiting beliefs is like, out of all the coaches, why are they going to choose to work with me? And I had to flip that belief to think, 
okay, there, there's a lot of coaches that have clients. Like I'm going to find clients too. Yeah. And sometimes, um, this brings up another part. I, I talk about one of the most powerful exercises I ever did in kind of my own leadership development as a, cause I, um, just to fill you in, I think my listeners know I, I ran like a almost seven figure chiropractic wellness practice for, we like doubled our revenue or more every year for five years. I had 12 people working for me and finally realized that was not my dream, but <laughs> you know, it really pushed and challenged me on so many levels. Cause I wasn't trained to manage that many people. I didn't, I don't have a degree in business. I have a chiropractic degree and a degree in comparative literature. Like I was not, you know, but, <laughs> but I was an entrepreneur at heart. And so, you know, one of the most powerful exercises I did was writing down all the lies that I believed about myself. And these are your limiting beliefs, right? And so, you know, all the things that says I'm not good enough or, you know, I can't do this because of X, Y, Z. And when you really look at them and flip them on their head and break them down for like what they are, they're always a lie, right? And so, and then it's, you got to attach yourself kind of like that, you know, menu that you were talking about, like the menu of positivity, like that would almost be, I think I had 17 lies that I came up with. I'm sure there were more, but, you know, then we flipped them on their head and said, okay, what's the actual truth? there and and you know really digging in and connecting to that that truth is what often launches you forward when you find that those lies are coming up in your mind you you have to physically like make the effort to flip it like you said and 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 jump into that new truth that is difficult to understand at first but exactly as you said just flip it around and recognize that is a lie here's my truth yeah Absolutely. It's like, it's shifting perspective. It's um, the guy I learned a lot of that from is Chris Licardo and he always talks about perspective and we, we tend to have blinders on and like see the world as our experience has been thus far. And we always collect evidence for X, Y, Z, that this is just how it's going to be. You know, I'm not, no one's going to sign up with, with me for coaching or I can't run a business or like whatever it is, you know, we have these blinders on, I can't lose the weight. Um, and so we have to, like one of the big shifts that has to happen is bringing that new perspective. Cause that's actually where like our brain is very powerful in healing and in lots of other things that gives us that access. So and part of, part of doing that, I think as well is actually speaking those new truths out loud to somebody around you. I love that. Yeah. Like when you articulate it verbally, you, you one speak it into existence, exactly. um, but two, I think you're, you're more motivated to become that person or to live that yeah. truth, just because yeah. you said it to someone else. I think humans are so externally motivated that when you say that truth to someone else out loud, you're like, okay, now I have to do it. Or like, now it has to be true. Cause I already said it out loud. <laughs> so that's really powerful too. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let me just, I'm going to recap what we've talked about so far, just to like tie it up. And then if there's anything else we want to add, we can, but you know, we talked about really getting connected to the, the big vision, the dream, like what do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to wake up? I love all that. And then, you know, we talked about breaking that into smaller steps and just working through that. And then I would say our third thing was, you know, dealing with our limiting beliefs and the lies that we believe and just shutting down that negative self-talk. And I loved all your input from there. Um, Is there anything else that we can offer in this world of taking bold action, doing something that's uncomfortable, like, you know, taking yourself on in a way that will be challenge you, but challenge you to be a better version of you ultimately. Yeah. If you take anything away from this, just doing any action will lead you closer to confidence than doing nothing. So just take any action. Very cool. Love it. Um, 
before we wrap up, where can our listeners connect with you if they are like, I want more Kate in my life and someone to tell me to take more, <laughs> take action every day. <laughs> my coaching website is shatteredglasscoaching.com and my Instagram is shattered.glass.coaching. Awesome. And I'll put that in the show, show notes too. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kate. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There, you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.